Hey guys, welcome back. Episode 13. How are we doing? Big one three. Yeah. Feels good. Right? What's new? AJ, anything new in the world of AJ? Just keeping up with the gun stuff, man. We got a little bit of news today. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. There's some good information out there that we're talking about today. Uh, yeah, we got some stuff that's potentially, potentially Lots of good local that. news, <laughs> which we don't get good local gun related, firearms related, permit carry related information often. Jim, how are you doing? What is new with you? Not a whole lot. Short and sweet. <laughs> Appreciated. Oh, all right, guys. This is the Twin Cities Carry Live Show. Uh, Shocker brought to you by Twin Cities Carry. We're a firearms firearms training company based in Minnesota. We cover everything from permits, carry, basic firearms training, DNR, hunters education when there's not COVID, advanced carry courses, and much more. Uh, you can find us online at tccarry.com. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube. We have an Instagram page. That's about all we have on Instagram. There's some good information out there that we're talking about. Ooh, a little feedback there. Uh, all right. Let's start with the 2020 Permit to Carry report just released by the Bureau of Criminal Apprehension. So as some of you may know, Permit to Carry program is overseen by the Bureau of Criminal Apprehension, the BCA. And uh, they had some interesting numbers for permits to carry applications, approvals, denials in 2020. Did you guys get a chance to take a look at this? I did. Yeah. I mean, it's a big report. I mean, <laughs> I skimmed it, but it's like 435 pages. It is 435 pages. In 2020, there were 101 thousand applications for permit to carry closer to 102,000 but yeah not a small number right um, not a small number yeah so the year before it's 50,000 so 2019 and I thought 2019 was a big year honestly so who'd have thunk all you need is uh COVID and riots or I'm sorry political unrest um so I got I got a little creative, right? I pulled up the numbers for the metro area, right? Hennepin, Ramsey, Washington, Anoka, Scott, and Carver County, kind of like the metro county, seven county metro area. Total uh, applications in those counties is forty five thousand, so just under half, which nice makes some bit of sense because I didn't get a chance to pull up the population breakdown. That's most of. Uh, it's most that's, of the population. It's probably more than half the population in those seven counties, right? You have some some blips throughout the state, but that's most of it. You know, the number I thought was most interesting um, was the total number of denials. So somebody had something, they were a fugitive, they were they had something that made them a prohibited person. There was only one thousand one hundred and thirty one denials, which is what one percent of those that apply, I thought it would be much higher. I don't know about you guys, but I thought it'd be way higher. I thought 5%, you know, um, when you're teaching classes, you always get those, those weird what if questions from people where they don't want to be like, so I did this thing when I was younger, but they always kind of like, so what if this around it a happened? And what if that happened? And yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. Um, Interestingly, so of those denials, right? Like, okay, what county do you guys think had the most applications? Hennepin. Hennepin County. Yeah, right. I mean, like, not even close. Uh, Dakota surprisingly had the the second highest, but yeah, Hennepin County had eleven thousand nine hundred eighty. So Twelve. Well, the thing that I thought was most interesting about that was that the county in the metro area. That did the best job keeping up with the demand this year 
is the one that took the second highest total. It's not like Dakota was way down their list. I mean, kudos to Dakota for processing what they did because they took in a whole lot of them and they kept their stuff running normally, unlike a lot of other counties in the metro area. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about that. Like, can you go give, give a little detail on what those counties were doing? I mean, a lot of people know, but let's dig into it. Well, you know, I was I was in Hennepin, and I made my appointment on November 4th, and the date available was February 11th. So literally more than three months into the future. Now, <laughs> they did turn my permit around and get me my new card within 15 days, so they're not in danger of the statutory limit for how long it takes to process them. But, boy, it was more than three months before I could get my appointment to turn in my paperwork. I would hope so. With the limited number of people come through that door, those they should turn fast. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they had what? How many permit permit carry appointments a day? It was it was a very small number. So I mean, inside sources have told me that actual background check takes no more than ten minutes. Oh yeah, it it can't be. It, it can't be that much. So here yeah. is the actual right report. As AJ said, it's 432 pages. <laughs> Jesus. But, I mean, I don't want to bore people more than I normally bore people. I mean, let's you... be honest. The poor intern that's got to put this thing together. On the it... bright side, he's probably working at home drinking a beer. <laughs> but it breaks down. It's all, I, I, I'm a bit of a stats nerd, a bit of a stats geek. This breaks down everything. It tells you... Um, it breaks it down to the zip code. How many people in each zip code applied for a permit, denials, approvals. Um, it shows you my favorite stat, and I wish I would have had it in here. Um, like I tell you, that every denial reason is listed how many times, right? So in uh, Hennepin County, right, there were 134 people that had been convicted, adjudicated delinquent, or sentenced as an extended ju just, uh, jurisdiction juvenile. Like that's one of the big... Uh, things that makes you a prohibitive factor, uh, prohibitive person. Excuse me. Um, but it shows in here what each state takes in or each county takes in money-wise and uh, what they charge and what they pay. And now, of course, I can't find it. So, um, yeah, I love this report. It, it's, it's just chock full of information. Like, I wish I could get – I'm not super technical. I wish I could get the um, – the source data so that I could, uh, here we go. Here's what I'm looking for. Uh, I wish I could get the source data so I could throw it into Excel. Ah. So you can see here the wages that they pay, Hennepin County, right? 11,000, 12,000 permits. Oh, hey, real quick. <laughs> Justin uh, is in Hennepin County. He had to wait two months. I think Jim would have been happy with your two month wait. Safe that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Was, I, I had my stuff together. I don't expire until the end of April, so mm -hmm. I I called to make my appointment nearly six months ahead of of when I expired. Not everybody is going to be, you know, as proactive as that, and that means there are a lot of people that are going to be without a permit for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, not, you know what what really sucked is a lot of people just didn't know any better, right? They didn't know that they needed to be getting their appointment three months in advance, right? Hennepin County didn't do a good job purposely, I think, of uh, telling people of getting that out there. You know, we made it a point to tell people when we interacted with them, but what good is that, right? Now, okay, they got their permit, uh, or excuse me, they got their certificate, but now they got to wait three, three, four months. I mean, it was what? Hennepin County, Washington County, Ramsey County, and I think Scott, right? Head up in Ramsey and Washington for sure. Yeah. I mean, it just I, it bugged me the whole time, right? And those – Carver, I didn't hear anything about Carver, but um, those five or six counties, they constituted 40,000 permits. Uh, Dakota's the only one that didn't really get sketchy. They pumped out permits pretty quickly. I mean, they were two, three-week turnarounds, AJ. I don't remember what yours – you had to renew this Yeah, year, I think it was the – two, three week mark. I think we were in the normal ballpark. Yeah. So I heard a lot of good things of uh, Anoka County too, through the yes. process. Yep. 
I've not I've not heard complaints of Anoka County. Um, it did get out there. I don't know. Uh, it sounds like Hennepin County recently did uh, open up another spot, another location. Last count, they had like four locations open. When I made my appointment, there was only one, but I think there's four now. So I, I don't think the backlog is anywhere near what it was. But for a while there, it really was bad. Yeah. Well, it was. Was it was. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that it's illegal under under the way our our laws are written. Um, you take your own personal opinion on whether. I mean, I mean based on the, the the letter of the law, no, it wasn't. That was how they got around the fact that they weren't going to be able to turn them around in thirty days. And said, "Well, we'll just not collect them." Yeah. Right off the bat, that's how they built in the delay they needed because that was the legal way for for them to do it. Yeah. Well. That delay and all of that BS that they pulled is what leads us to our next topic. How's that for a segue? HF94 or House File 94. This is in Minnesota. It is a bill for an act relating to public safety. Specifically, it would authorize us, permit carry holders, for a non-in-person permit carry renewal. So we, when we would, Jim, you just had to renew. Instead of having to schedule your appointment to go down there, you'd have been able to either mail or FedEx or email, whatever, a packet in with your information and renew remotely, which I think is a direct response from a lot of people reaching out to their representatives, talking to them and saying, hey, this is absolutely BS that I have to wait three months for a permit to carry appointment. What do you guys I mean, think? it has to be. It right? has to be. And I, I'd prefer that this whole process be available to anybody not in person, but renewals not in person are at least a step in the right direction. I mean, uh, well, I, I you've already jumped right. through the hoops. Right. I don't understand why it has to be in person. It's just, it doesn't change the background check. It doesn't change the approval or denial. It doesn't change the dollar amount. You don't oh. bring anything special in person. Nope. Reading the text of the bill, it's exactly the same as you it is. You don't even show your ID when you turn the paperwork in. It's, it's the simplest. Like it makes no sense why we have to do it in the first place. Like send it in. It's the same background check. It just makes it more difficult, and I think that's the point. Correct. Or so, at least it probably was. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, what year did permit to carry move to? Uh... Two thousand three. Okay. Well, very likely. So, what I thought was interesting about this one when I started digging into it, because AJU, I'll be honest, I missed it. I didn't know about it until you texted us. Um, so it has a bit of bipartisan support. Um, and in fact, it is the primary author is uh, a DFLer. Two of the other co-authors are DFLers, and there's actually only one uh, one Republican on there. So I, I think that's a good thing. I think that's nice. I like seeing that. Um, I agree. You know, unfortunately, and uh, okay, I, I, I had to spend some time looking up just how things work in Minnesota uh, for passing bills. Like, I get it. I remember Schoolhouse Rock and whatnot, but uh, I had to spend some time looking how a bill passes in Minnesota, what it, what it, what it has to go through. So right now it is in committee. There's actually uh, a committee hearing tomorrow that this is on, this bill is on the agenda for. That is the, uh, House Committee for Public Safety and Criminal Justice Reform, Finance, and Policy. So currently sits with them. They're hopefully going to be taking a vote on whether to move forward with it or not. Uh, they might need to debate it. Um, should it pass committee, either this next meeting or following subsequent meetings, um, it would then move to uh, the floor or to the, to the House floor for debate possible revision, eventually, hopefully a vote, right? And it just takes a simple majority. Um, unfortunately, because this doesn't have uh, a co, uh, a, a companion bill, excuse me, companion bill in the Senate, 
it's going to have to go to the Senate and it's going to take a little longer if they would have been able to introduce this as, you know, here's one in the House, here's one in the Senate, likely would have gone quicker. But I'm hoping that this passes because making people wait three months for a permit to carry appointment is absolutely ridiculous. Unacceptable. Right. And, uh, you know, I'll be honest, this isn't the kind of, uh, this isn't the kind of gun bills I expected to see in 2021. I expected this to kind of be on the opposite side of things. Yeah. Right. I would have expected new administration and everything. Yeah, for sure. There's nothing attached to it. It's just simple. It's literally just a a change in the language. You'd be able to send in all your paperwork, same as you do now, which I think is freaking awesome and needs to happen. Um, Hopefully, hopefully it happens. Uh, We'll keep, I'll keep an eye on it. We'll touch on it from time to time. Hopefully it's a sign of things to come too, right? I mean, bipartisan support. Holy crap, this country needs bipartisan support. So, so needs. Justin, I can't agree with you more. Freaking fantastic. Ah, uh, I don't know. Be, be careful not to get our hopes up, right? Uh, it's happened before, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, what was it, last year? Weren't they looking at? No. Oh, okay, so 2019, I think there was... A few bills that mom demands that mom's demand action were pushing that got killed in committee. So I mean the very same thing could happen here. There was talk stand your ground. Uh, was it stand your ground or castle doctrine they're talking about here? Uh, uh, it it was probably both. Honestly, it seems like they come up fairly regularly. Both yeah. of them. I just don't see it happening in this state right now. Um, although. A lot of the new gun owners are, are not the a lot of the new gun owners are new gun owners because they weren't before so they're not the people that you know primarily vote for politicians who support firearms rights all right so as nice as it would be to just mail in my renewal in a year or two it'd be a little nicer if we didn't have to do a permit to carry at all didn't have to do anything, yeah. <laughs> right. That. I mean, I, I personally feel we're pretty far out from that. Oh, I think it's not going to happen. Uh, Montana, 18th constitutional carry state. Uh, two weeks ago when we had the show, we had we were talking about Utah becoming the 17th constitutional carry state. So now we see another one, and I believe Indiana is looking at it as well which would make it 19 states six more to go and it's half the country so i i think that's a big hurdle i think you hit that 50 percent mark and the tides start to turn dramatically right i mean i think I, that 50 percent mark is the is the uphill battle i didn't think we'd see 18 states to be honest i mean but I'll be honest, some of these surprise me that they aren't already in Montana. It's the Wild West in Montana still. Remember I'm surprised Mon- there's any regulation. Remember when Montana did away with their uh, speed limit for a while? Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Jim, what do you think about it? I mean, even when I was a kid and Montana had a speed limit, the, the natives would hold, yeah. uh, would just put a $5 bill above their visor. Because the speeding ticket was $5 and you just paid it on the spot. I mean, it's never been a state that had a whole lot of law. But, yeah, then they just did away with the speed out, speed limit entirely. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine trying to drive across Montana at 60 miles an hour? You literally can't get there at that rate. I have driven across Montana. You die before you get there. I, have, I, have, I got pulled over going way too fast in Montana by a state trooper. Jim, I know this sounds like a lot of my stories about getting pulled over going way too fast. Uh, something with that. A pattern. There is a pattern. There is a pattern. Uh, but, yeah, no. Um, and, I mean, I'm, uh, it was way too fast. I was young. And uh, they gave me a seatbelt ticket. Didn't even touch on the speeding, speeding aspect of it. They're just like, yeah, you need to slow down. It was like a $20 speeding ticket. Paid it cash on the spot. I'm assuming it was a legit ticket. 
nothing that shows up on your driver's license. You know, if you're in a nope. point state, you don't get any points for it. I mean, yeah. Like I said, I'm assuming it was a legit speeding ticket or a legit seatbelt ticket. And even if it wasn't, whatever. I didn't get the speeding ticket. I'll take it. I don't know. I, 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 to AJ's point, like, yeah, I mean, I'd love to see stats. I'd love to know if, if it changes anything. I don't think it changes anything rhyme wise, one way or the other, right? I don't think it makes crime less. I don't think it makes crime more. I, I absolutely vehemently believe it doesn't make crime more, but, um, yeah, hopefully we get stats that we can back up. You know, constitutional carry is a good thing. I mean, it's not really a good thing for TC carry business, but what are you going to do, right? So. Well, you know, another thing that I think is a hurdle, too, is is not the political stance on it. But, I mean, just look at the money you just showed in that report that Minnesota collected. I mean, Hennepin County alone collected more than a million dollars in permit application. Yeah, somewhere towards the bottom, it, it shows the state total. And as I recall, it was something like $8.5 million or something like that. Yeah, they're not going to want to give that up. No, I'll pull I mean, it up. You guys total profit was over a million dollars after expenses. I mean, mm -hmm. it was... it's rife for grift, if you ask me. And I think that that's what some of this, the, uh, some of and the honestly, I'm surprised the expenses are that high. I mean, you, really, you're paying wages, and the rest is just so the BCHR material. You know what I mean? You're already paying for internet. You're already paying for infrastructure. You're already paying for software. I mean, it's marginal. So here you go. Uh, the BCA does charge ten dollars per permit, uh, new permit background check, and five dollars per renewal to the counties. But yeah. Total revenue eight million three hundred eighty-eight thousand. Total expenditures five million uh, eight hundred thousand. Total balance uh, two fifty-two less the total fees due to the department. Of, or, yeah. So what do we like one eight or something? Yeah. So I mean, they're making money. It's not. It's not gobs of money. I mean, a million, two million dollars. Let's just round it up. Two million dollars isn't nothing, but spread across yeah. what thirty-two counties in Minnesota. Right. Well, I mean, that's like three blocks of roadway to be fixed. Yeah, so. I might a couple of trucks of salt, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, um, yeah, like I said, like you can look at what each, uh, what they bring in and what they charge back, right? So Atkin, not a huge county in comparison, but not small. Here, Anoka is a good one, right? 56, uh, 562,000, half a million dollars. They had $400,000 in expenditures. Um, yeah, if you go and look at like, and I always rag on Hennepin County. So I always tell, I always ask people where they're, where they're what county they're in. And, um, you know, when they say that they're in Hennepin, and I'm like, oh man, Hennepin County doesn't like you. And kind of talk to them why, but. Hennepin County, I'm not going to find it now, charges the most uh, back with um, admin fees and office supplies. And, you know, it's always over a million for them that they have in expenses. I'm sure. Whereas you'll look at uh, some county up in the northern part of Minnesota and, you know, they're like 50 bucks for a, a pack of paper, you know, for a ream of paper. That's about it. I don't know. So I was spending a little time while uh, you were talking here, going through the reasons that uh, <laughs> you're spending a little time carried. not listening. We're denied. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So there's there's a. I I like to make a joke in class about one of the uh, stipulations in prohibited people is people who are listed in the states. Uh, how was it worded? Criminal gang investigative database. Was there actually allowed. somebody denied for that? No, nobody oh, was. Okay. <laughs> nobody was denied or revoked <laughs> due to being in the, the gang database. I mean, the joke in classes, how would you ever know that you're in the database? It's not like they're going to tell you. 
but I, it's interesting that's even listed here because it's zeros across the board. <laughs> Man, I'm, <laughs> so I'm we really, got that going for us. I'm really tempted to to email the BCA and ask if I can get like uh, an extract of this. I also or... like zero were denied for people renouncing their citizenship. It's good. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm still surprised at the uh, the number of denials. I mean, that's 1%. I think that is outstanding. Uh, there was only 15 that were suspended. Now, there were 109 revoked for, you know, issues. Um, 21 canceled, but still, like, those are, we're talking 100,000. Well, I mean, if you can make the assumption that everybody else has a class something as good as ours, I mean, we cover that kind of stuff. So by the time you get of our out of our class, you know, oh, I've got something on my record that's not going to allow me, and you're just not going to apply. So I, I, I would hope so. A lot of I mean, that don't apply because well, uh, I get it. There, I was digging through that earlier, like you were AJ, and there was absolutely people in there that were denied. Because they were a fugitive from justice. I did see that. Active warrant in Texas. Thirty, I think it was thirty-five or thirty-eight. I saw. I was like, "Oh my, so you're a fugitive saying, from justice, and you're walking into the Hennepin County." Yeah, uh, yeah but you, you, I mean, you'd be surprised. District. How, you'd be surprised how often people don't know that they are technically a fugitive from justice. They don't know that there's a warrant out for them. You're not wrong if you have one in a different state. I, yeah, these aren't people who are like you know mass murderers out on the lamb like the fugitive or something like that right but it's still funny in one of my previous jobs you know the, the boss owned rental property and we were in court one day with some uh, former tenants who owed money and the boss looked him up and found out that mom had a warrant out for not having shown up for a, a prior court date for something else Mm -hmm. So he mentioned that to one of the deputies that we knew, and when when our business was done with her, he's like, "Guys, hey, ma'am, you need to come with me." She was a fugitive from justice. And oh. didn't want... Yeah, huh? I mean, yeah, it does. <laughs> I just, you know, that's one of those things that you say in class, like, "Why are you applying for your permit to carry if you're a fugitive from justice?" Well, if you know it, you're not going to. I would, I would, yeah, I mean, logic would dictate if you're a fugitive from justice, you probably don't care too much about a permit. Right. I mean, if you ask those 35, <sighs> It'd be interesting that those people took the class in the first place. Yeah, you asked those 35, 38 people who got denied, and I would bet more than 30 of them didn't know they were there was a warrant out. I shouldn't talk too much crap because when I was like, oh, 21, a bunch of us went to California, drove out there. Way too fast. No. Yes, but that's not why I got in trouble. Uh, I got a seatbelt ticket in Fresno, and uh, I never paid it, right? Like, I was 21. I was stupid. And um, years later, I go to renew my Minnesota permit, uh, driver's license, excuse me, and they would not renew it because I had a bench warrant previously in California. So nice. and we're talking like five years later. So I call California. I call the number that, that, that I dug up. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is so old. And like, we're just going to wipe it all out. Don't worry about it. So I probably shouldn't. Can I get that in writing? <laughs> they cleared it out electronically. I called the state of Minnesota back. They issued it, my uh, new license for me. But yeah, no, it was. So I probably shouldn't make fun of anybody at that point. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you don't pay a speeding ticket, they issue a warrant for you. I mean, it's it's very common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just like the way AJ's light eyes lit up when I said that one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, what? Whoa, 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 whoa! All right, uh, all right. So I got one. I don't think you guys have seen. Uh, Where are we kind going? of going back to that concealed carry thing. This is in Missouri, which Missouri. What do you got going on with the light there? <laughs> Missouri had an interesting uh, 2020, right? Uh, with, with I mean, didn't we all? <laughs> yeah, but they had that whole McCl the McCluskey situation. Ah, um, uh, the old McCluskeys. Yeah, yeah. Missouri House backs concealed carry on public transportation. Right now, if you have a permit to carry in Missouri, you are not allowed to carry on public transportation. I'll be honest. 
I'd carry. That's one of the places I'm going to carry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, really, I refuse to not carry on public transportation. Yeah, we don't. Apparently, I, I think Denver has the same. Might have been Denver, but yeah, no, they're not. And I, I'm flabbergasted at that. Like, yeah, that's where I want to specifically carry. Why? Why would that not be a thing? That just seems like. And so, it it. I think there must gun, be a jurisdiction thing there. That's the only thing that would make sense to me. Where it's you know you're not allowed to carry in state buildings or something, and public transit is considered part of the state or so it's gotta be something effect. it's i think it's just a gun-free zone in their eyes i don't think it has much to do with that they're looking at um oh interesting yeah missouri is one of the constitutional carry states as well um that just to me like laws like that piss me off because they are laws against and i hate to use the word poor but less fortunate people, right? Like that law disproportionately affects somebody who does not have enough money or, you know, isn't financially able to have a car and drive on their own. Like, so you, that's where you need a permit. That's where you need your firearm. That's where you want it more. You need it everywhere, but it's where you want it more. But now we got, you know, we're we're just, I don't know. Laws like that piss me off. It's, It's just, absolutely ridiculous yeah, yeah. all right there's, there's one or two uh, ridiculous ones in minnesota <laughs> yeah there's a few there's a few i mean there, there's we may have taken it out of the uh the classroom now but there's one to the effect of prohibited from shooting metro transit vehicles or something oh it's still in there i reference that one every single time it's um yeah what is it like shooting at public transit yeah yeah like wouldn't just why did we have to call out public transit yeah like isn't it illegal to shoot at any vehicle let alone public transit vehicles (laughs) yeah i um well it's illegal to commit a crime with a uh, bulletproof vest so, you know, it's another little redundant and ridiculous law because the crime itself wasn't wasn't an issue. Well, you guys as hunters, I think, would, would be right to point out that one that you're only allowed to carry a pistol while bow hunting if you're hunting bear. If you're hunting That has actually changed now. Because yeah. if you're hunting deer, you've, you've apparently got to let the bear kill you. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look... Uh, Inappropriate joke. Never mind. <laughs> Not gonna say it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's there's some foolish laws out there, and you know my comment to that is um, a lot of these laws are written by people that are not gun people, right? Oh, most aren't. In yeah, fact, I would bet. Well, yeah, because most gun people are anti-additional laws. At least I am. All right, man, ripping through our our topics. Subdivision 1, 609.165, crimes of violence, ineligible to possess firearms. Subsection U, shooting at public transit vehicle or facilities. So I think, if I had to guess, it's pure speculation, I think uh, bus stops were getting shut up. <laughs> so they codified it's illegal to go shoot up bus stops. <laughs> I can understand the frustration. <laughs> I don't know. I You're don't out know. there on a January morning, 5, 6 a.m., waiting for that damn bus. It snowed. The bus is late. I can understand wanting to do a desk pop quick into the ceiling of that thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. You're just cursing Metro Transit like... <laughs> yeah i don't know it's the only thing i can figure is that they were like you know what stop shooting up the we're tired of replacing the the panels and the the bus stops there's like i said there's there, there's like you said there's some screwy ones in there 
All right. I got one more thing for you guys. So, I don't think any of us have a Walther. They no. are renowned for their triggers, supposedly. Um, I have a couple buddies who are obnoxious about their Walthers. They got a cult following. They do. You don't hear about them a lot, which I find interesting, but um, they're they're coming out with their new PDP. I don't know. You guys seen this at all yet? Only a headline. I haven't read anything about uh, it. Performance duty pistol. It is meant to be a duty pistol. Uh, I like how this one says full size above the grip, in case you were confused. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the compact says compact. I gotta yeah. be honest though, I, I'm so over the big sights on carry pistols. This is yeah, not feeling the the red dot there. It's ridiculous. I don't have an issue with it personally. Um, that doesn't doesn't do much for me one way or the other, I guess. But you know, if you got a full size gun, okay. It's those people that have the little ones, like, say, a SIG 365. I'm like, well, I'd like to add a light, and I'd like to add a red dot. I'm like, then why did you buy something so small? Because it's not going to be concealable anymore anyway. You mean I shouldn't have sent the slide out for my uh, for my Ruger, my little, uh, my little 380 Ruger to get that milled for its red dot? <laughs> you ain't going to get a red dot to fit on that thing. Uh, it don't make it that narrow. But there is some new micro red dot out there. But um, <laughs> Justin, one hundred percent. I see these people pimping out there. Uh, <laughs> Justin's in on the show today. Uh, I feel like uh, we know. Ironically, the three of us know one of those guys. Yeah, pimping say. out is three six five. His name rhymes with Rate Ristensen, <laughs> and uh, he. <laughs> Yeah, I have no words. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, we need a. Uh, yeah, since everybody's on the Sig train, we need a new term for instead of Gucci Glock. It's you know something for, for the Sigs. Oh, I don't know. I found it interesting. Like it's going to be an eighteen plus one in the full size, uh, fifteen plus one in the compact. It does come. If you want to put a red dot on it. The nice thing is it comes ready to go for a red dot. You don't have to send send your slide out or go buy another slide. MSRP is like under $700. Um, I do really like how deep the slide considerations are, though. Like, that's a frustration of mine. Is, is it? Thin, yeah, I don't like thin. Uh, like, why wouldn't you make them more aggressive for so that they're easier to grip? <laughs> And for I, yeah, so since we're on the top of, of red dot, scroll back down one picture. I mean, that's got to get in the way of racking that thing properly if you're really getting after it. I mean, I mean, you're probably not going to rip that sight right off, which presumably is possible, but you could definitely gunk that thing up, mangle it, twist it, scratch it, whatever. You mean I shouldn't use my red dot at the range to? rack my slide by pushing it down on the, the bench just you know <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't i don't have experience with red dots and pistols how honest. am i gonna get that in my magnet under my dashboard <laughs> like it wasn't bad jim you've been working on that <laughs> I, I, am, I am from the south it don't take as much effort as you think <laughs> <laughs> i you think practicing i can tell I think everybody needs a magnet in their dash at this point. What better way to carry your gun but loose, especially for car car crashes? But you can find those on Amazon. That would be interesting to see when some of those show up at the range. I mean, Walter, if you, other than the, the P-22, which, you know, like so many other of those crappy 22s out there isn't actually made by Walther. Um, 
Oh, it really? Is that what it was? Yeah, okay. it'd be interesting to see, you know they've got a good reputation. I'm sure we'll see some of those. It'd be interesting to, to see them when they when they start showing up. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious. You know, I mean, it it definitely looks like a direct shot at the Glock market. I think you're going to have a hard time getting over that Glock market. You know, I mean, they're they've been ingrained and entrenched in police departments, and as the uh, you know they're they're the pinnacle, if you will. Well, and I understand that. I mean, what what gun is maybe, to put it this way, a better value than a Glock in knowing that for not a lot of money, you've got something that's going to work? Yeah, it it really is a pretty good gun bang for the buck. I mean, yes, absolutely. I, it definitely, you're definitely not going to find it in people who are enthusiastic about carrying, who have done it for a long time. And it I, I think it's a great gun, but it's much more feels, right? And this is one guy's opinion. This is much more of an entry-level gun, right? Well, it's, it's been called the newer Honda, shooter. It's been called the Honda Civic of guns. I mean, it's cheap, but it works. You can definitely buy something nicer if you want to. I mean, there are a lot of good things about it. I mean, it... <laughs> That thing you were ever involved in actual shooting and it has to get confiscated. You can go to the store and buy another one identical to it right now for the same exact price you paid for it five years ago, and it's going to shoot exactly the same. I mean, but I need to be Gucci. I need to get my soldering iron out and I need to stipple that grip myself. Just saying, I'm going to give it a go. <laughs> no, nope, can't get on board with that either. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's easy to hate on Glock. Farthest um, I've ever gone to modify a carry gun is I bought a replacement guide rod for one that had a plastic one, and then I never installed it. So I, my stuff is stock. <laughs> uh, so I carried that shield for a long time, right? And I put an Apex trigger kit into uh, my shield, first gen shield. And it, it made a world of difference. Um, I didn't have, never had any issues with it. I'm somewhat mechanically inclined, so it wasn't difficult. But yeah, absolutely no issues. That's about as far as I would go. I yeah, I don't know about the whole red dot thing. I'd like to give it a shot. I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to give it. Like I said, I'd like to give it a shot, but I don't want to. Let me clarify. My my big, biggest objection there is in a carry scenario. Like, if it's a range gun, fuck, get nuts. That's, you know, if you're doing competitive shooting, do it. Like, I don't know. I just, I have ill will towards it for carry people. <laughs> I'm paranoid enough. I don't want anything on my carry gun to be battery operated. Because I know when I need it, the battery will be dead. And then I will be. Uh, I mean, you don't have to remove your factory sights with a red dot and if your battery dies you're just your battery's dead you still have irons there right um i think you're fine with a red dot if you want to carry a red dot i just i do think they're diff more difficult to shoot i think that they're a, a steeper learning curve and you need to spend time on it and you shouldn't buy a hundred dollar wish red dot you should go buy yourself something that's good in quality that's you know has the battery life you need to then figure out your battery life when you need to be looking at replacing it you need to train with it um i'm more of a i don't want it on my carry firearm because it's an additional piece that can stick out right it's an additional piece that's going to make carry more difficult it's more weight yes i know they're light but it's still more weight i just need to be able to draw and go in my carry weapon i want the lowest level of complexity mm -hmm. yeah not to say looking through a site is complex but that's not how i train yeah and i mean most people don't train period I mean, they're fun. They look cool. Like, I mean, beyond anything else, they look 
they look cool. They look awesome. You know, all kitted out, you know, the Gucci Glock that, you know, you have more money in accessories and modifications than the pistol originally cost you when you could have just gone and bought a real gun like a CZ. Gee, uh, Shane, is your CZ huh. modified from stock? I can't recall. Uh, nope, nope, not at all, no. Jeez, oh, no, 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 you're not no. Pinocchio, your nose would be growing. Right. Huh. Huh, weird. Uh, all right, on to the next subject. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I do totally want to get my slide cut on my CZ for a red dot, though. I'm not going to lie. Well, I mean, in, 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 <laughs> again, you know, we're talking about trust. And that CD was never meant to be a carry pistol for you. Oh my God, no! I couldn't imagine carrying that thing. You know how heavy that son of. Put a full size rifle red dot on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome and hideous at the same time. All right, guys, I'm kind of running out of things. I, we rolled through that. It's nice to see some stuff, Minnesota wise. You got anything else you want to get into? Did we have any questions come in? I'm not seeing anything on the... No, just a few comments. Nothing in the questions. Um, just uh, people agreeing with the nonsense of pimping out their 365s. I mean, I guess uh, all I got left to say is we can, we can kind of pimp out our group a little bit. If you guys are interested in being part of the conversation more often, make sure you go on Facebook, check out our... Uh, Twin Cities Concealed Carry Group, you know, join the discussion. I mean, we got a couple of 3,000 people in that group, and the conversation's always going, so. Yeah, and it's heavily moderated to not be political, which is a lot of work on Jim's part. Um, the rest of us just kind of don't Facebook. <laughs> but, division of labor, we all do different things. Yeah. No, uh, AJ, you make a good point. Um, we are on Facebook at Twin Cities Concealed Carry. That's our group. Um, make sure you go ahead and check us out. Join. Uh, it's a good place to. It's a good place for questions, right? Especially if you're new to carry, you don't really know what you don't know. You all you know is when you walk out the house for that first week, month, carrying, you're nervous as all get out, and you think you're printing, you think everybody knows, you need you need some like-minded people that can uh, can confirm and back you up and let you know, go, no, you're good, you're good, you're fine. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a lot of stuff in there, you know, I mean, the class is, everybody's class is different, but all of them are relatively short. None of them are a week long. None of them have homework. None of them, <laughs> are, you know what I mean? This isn't a full educational, you know, university style course no. that you're taking. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of information thrown at people at a very short amount of time. And not everybody absorbs it the same way. And sometimes people need to re-ask questions after the class, after a day, after a week, after a month, you know, and that's what that's for. Not uncommon for us to shoot questions back and forth in our group of instructors just to confirm and just to make sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we by no means know it all. We're very strictly. We got to be close, though, right? I mean, uh, I mean, sure, we'll go with that. Sure. <laughs> we're civilians. There are a lot of gun groups on Facebook, and, you know, we're all. Not in, anymore. And boy, there's a lot of nasty behavior in some of those groups, and that's. That's one thing that we're going to make an effort to not have happen in ours. So, you know, if you feel like, oh, I don't want to get people yelling at me for asking a stupid question, well, if they start doing that, I'm going to delete those comments and boot those people. We, we keep it civilized and, and polite. Yeah, so if you guys have had a post uh, deleted and you don't know why, it was Jim. <laughs> oh, no, I do my fair share. And how many of mine did you delete? A lot. Also <laughs> fair. We went through and, and purged the site a little bit when, when Facebook started cracking down with the bots. And yes, and that, she, that, that that was, I post I'm going to go through and check Jim's posts, please. <laughs> and I started leaving comments on Jim's post as I was deleting them so he would know I deleted it. Deleted, deleted. 
I just went back and looked in the uh, the audit log. And it's like Shane deleted Jim's post. Shane deleted Jim's post. Shane deleted Jim's post. <laughs> I don't have a vendetta, Jim. I don't. Oh no, no, it's all good. So, Facebook moved the goddamn bar. That's all it was. Like they moved the bar. Like you experienced it. They what? And I gotta be honest. Post? Since our last conversation, I feel like it has become much less of a thing. <sighs> Two weeks. Yeah. And it feels like less of a thing. Not to say it really is, but at least I'm I personally am in a lot of gun groups. I mean, I bet it's in the ballpark of 50. And the conversations around gun censorship on Facebook have dramatically reduced. Well, I'm seeing a lot of price tags and things like that that I mean, we wouldn't even begin to you know, think of allowing in our group that are in other groups and, and existing. So, yeah, I, I would agree. It, it seems like they've already you know, toned it down. For now. Yeah, it's yeah, like for now. another week. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's they they are they come in and they, they, they put the band hammer down hard and everybody gets talking about it and like they indoctrinate us. They get us used to this level. And they back off for a few months and they come in, they do the same thing. We all, we throw a fit and we say it's dumb and they shouldn't be doing this and my free rights and whatnot. But and they come back and a few months later do the same thing. So um, it's a, it's an eventuality, right? I mean, but at the same point, hopefully, hopefully something better than Facebook emerges that isn't uh, Google and corporate and, you know, robot Zuckerberg. Um, I don't know. I'm not hopeful. Zuckerberg. <laughs> Who is it? No, uh, lizard. Lizard is what he is. So imagine, imagine the world right now if Zuckerberg was a gun guy. Uh, he'd have gotten me too by now. <sighs> That's their their solution when they get problematic. Yeah. All right. Before we go into any political crap beyond where we're right on that line, I think that's a good show. We'll call it a wrap there. Um, this is Twin Cities Carry Live Show. Please check us out on our Facebook group, Twin Cities Concealed Carry. Um, Check us out on YouTube, Twin Cities Carry, TC Carry, Instagram. Uh, Jim Jim's not doing TikTok videos yet, but we're working on it. Well, you've got us uh, you've got us out there in the podcast world too. Yeah, you can find us on yeah this same broadcast. You can find us every two weeks. We push out on anywhere that they have uh, podcasts, iTunes, and uh, over. Oh, I don't even know all of them, but. Yeah, Spotify, iTunes, the big ones, so you can find our podcast. So please uh, listen, like, comment. Likes do help. Um, there's an algorithm we apparently have to trigger. So still working on that one. All right. AJ, Jim, thank you very much for joining me again. Uh, with that, we're going to end it. Everybody have a good night. Uh, please give us a like and comment. Later. <laughs>